So I promise this one won't sound like we were trying to set it up like we were randomly recording before. Oh yeah. We started the show. Oh good. Yeah. I'm so glad to hear that. Yeah. Cool. So what are we what are we gonna watch today? Oh, we're gonna watch. Oh, uh, what are we gonna watch? What's on the list? Oh yeah, that's right, Sunrise. Yes. Yeah, that's uh, that's the silent film. That's the first silent film on the list, right? Yes. Number number eighty two on the AFI Top One Hundred. Uh, movies of all time 10th anniversary edition mm-hmm. and uh, this here is the 100 of some movie thing podcast number 19 oh my god we are 19. closing out our we are we are about to close out our second decade wow this thing's older than I am now I know look at that wow wow grows up fast it does uh, anyway okay so um, this is a silent film yes and I mentioned before that I love silent films. That's true, you did. Yes. Um, I love silent films because um, they the the actors that they get to be in these silent films are always larger than life. There's no such thing as stiff acting in a, uh, in a silent film. That's true. Which I really, really love because, you know, you can watch a film, like, uh, for example, uh, what would... Um, what's the name of that actress? Uh, Plank, uh, Bored, uh, Kirsten Stewart. Um, she, uh, she is, uh, just, when you look at her and she's like, oh, you are not expressing yourself at all. And then when you look at these, these old, you know, black and white silent film Mm -hmm. actors and they can literally stare at you and you will be afraid. Like. A lot of times, yeah. I mean, like, they, they have, like. You know, it's really funny about that. I just thought of this. I don't know. I don't know why I didn't think of this before, but. Um, in the in the years of the silence, yeah, you could be a talentless hack like Kristen Stewart, and still be in silent pictures. No, yeah, I guess you could. Could you? Yeah, you really, you really just have to. I mean, if you had a part for a a mopey person who didn't talk, she would be perfect for it. Yeah, you I guess. Just sit it's there true. and just mope. <laughs> just mope right into the camera. Oh god. But that's the thing is that, you know, a majority of the characters that they had weren't really all that mopey. That's true because and here is the reason that I am particularly fond of silent pictures. Um and that is they they are what gave us in the movies we enjoy today the the uh the axiom, no, the uh the, the 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 word of advice, the sentence of advice, the the I can't even think of the damn word now. I don't know why. Anyway, here it is: the advice, show, don't tell. All right. All right. So, when you are writing a movie, when you are viewing a movie, when you are when you are when you are shooting a movie, yeah, show people what you want to see, what you want them to see. Don't tell them about it. Yeah, because when you sit and you talk about some action that has happened, and we've talked about this before, right? We talked about this, in fact, in the very first one of these, Ben Hur. Yes, where they spent twenty minutes talking about how they used to when when Ben Hur and his Roman buddy met up again after twenty some odd years. Yeah, they talked for twenty minutes. They and 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 he had talked. The, the Roman had talked to his valet. Yeah, for you know. An unearthly amount of time before then about how these guys used to know each other. Yeah. When they could have shown us in just a couple of minutes. Yes, that is true. So, um, 
it's it's one of those things where it's like you know it has to yeah the the show don't tell is extremely important and um the really cool thing about selling films is that you can't tell anyone anything well that's true but you do have title cards true in most of them yeah but title cards are expensive they can be yes yeah because so, you're not busy showing people stuff yes well it's it's <laughs> film that's exposed that's not doing anything oh true yeah I don't know how I, I don't no, know. No, that actually works. makes a lot of sense. It's like, yeah. All right. So the movie we are going to watch today is F. W. Murnau's 1927 Oscar-winning, Oscar-winning, multiple Oscar-winning, oh, Sunrise. Okay. Um, and we will talk about the Oscars that it won and whatnot later on. Okay. Uh, F. W. Murnau, uh, for those who do not know, is the director of uh, such other films as. Um, <laughs> Nosferatu. Oh, Nosferatu. <laughs> thought I was going to lose it on that one. Didn't you? I, I, th- yeah, I kind of did. Just I, did like, I did lose it a little uh, bit. I was okay. trying to think of one of the one of the other ones. So this is actually one of his and lesser... Faust and a couple others. They do, like big, like hey, I'm a German and we're going to express. We're going to expressionists. Uh, I, I think that's just what Germans do. And do and they do, don't? They don't? They, do. they don't like intentionally be expressive. They're like, I'm going to be expressive. I'm going to talk about things. No, this is just how they are. Yeah. Um, yeah. but yeah, this is actually one of his lesser known films, I guess. Or is this? No. Well, I mean, okay. When you think of this particular director, do you think Nosferatu? Or do you in, think Sunrise? In fact, yes. In fact, I do think Nosferatu. But it's it's nice to see that this uh, this this director was able to make another film that um, that works. Oh, all right. You know, there's been several, but yeah. this one worked particularly well. All righty then. All right, so uh, let's go and uh, slap that thing in the DVD player. And uh, that's just gross. You're gonna keep doing that, aren't you? I am because you know why? Why? Because you say it's gross every time. Ah, uh, fine. Yes. Let's just watch this damn movie. Okay. <laughs> That was lovely. I enjoyed that thoroughly. Did you? Uh, yeah. Yes. It, it was. It was one of those things. Um, now I just have a, a quick pr- question. Um, yes. The time this film came out, mm-hmm. um, was this during a time when you know, included included with this film, you also got like a newsreel and like a cartoon and all that other good stuff? Um, I don't think so. No. Okay. Given that. I believe that there were several features that were played in a day, uh-huh. but they were all silent. I don't know. I'm not sure about silent cartoons. Okay, well, I'm I'm just asking because it, it just the this the feel of this film, just how fast it was moving and how it was paced and all that. It mm-hmm. felt like there was more around it when it was first released. Like there was like a feature after it and a feature oh. before it, and it was kind of just like in a in a line of stuff that they just kept playing over and over again. I suppose that's I, possible, but I don't I don't know how you would gather that necessarily from from watching the film itself. I, I don't know. Call it a gut feeling. I don't okay. know. I I don't know. I just wanted to bring it up. Quite anyway, possibly, but um, I don't have any information to that effect. Yeah, I know you don't. So okay. I just thought uh, maybe I was the only one. Maybe I'm crazy. Anyway, um, so this film. Where should we start? Uh, let's start with the best way we can start at the beginning. Ah, yes. Sunrise is the song of two humans. 
Human beings. Two humans. Two humans. The two, a song of the two humans. The most non-specific title you could have ever. Sunrise. A song, song of, of two, two humans. humans. Well, it starts in the hustle and bustle of the city. Yeah. And moves yeah. immediately to the country. That was a jump. Um, where vacationers are going to uh, rest their weary, their city weary bones, which has in the idyllic countryside. Yeah. In the strangely, in the strangely Germanic. Uh, and oddly, I mean, like rural, rural, like like thatch roof, yeah, uh, adobe hut, not adobe, <laughs> like we there plaster are... plaster walled, bla- uh, big stiff, uh, big timber, one room houses, one room houses, yeah, um, and uh, and all nestled together in a in a quiet village, um, a farmer in the village falls for a. Slatternly woman uh, from the city, oh, uh, played snap. by Margaret Margaret Livingston. Mm-hmm. Um, the The farmer was played by George O'Brien, who had had a fairly long career in silence after World War One, and yes. his career actually ended essentially, except for some work that he did with John Ford in westerns. Um, his His career essentially ended when the silence. Ended. Did he have a French accent? Uh, he did not have a French accent. He was uh, an American, um, but he had he did not have a voice for talkies. Yeah. So he that, was he was, was very much he was very much a victim of the of, of sound. That yeah, um, that was actually the. Have you seen the artist? I have not. Oh, but I understand that that's what that's about. That was essentially the plot: is that the guy didn't yes. have the voice for. So it. you see, so this is actually interesting to the to the to the effect that that is. That did happen. Yeah. It happened to a lot of people. Can I can I say something? Just sure. Real quick. Um, Certainly. I do not like films that are about that era. Uh, you're singing in the rains. Your your artists. I do not like films that are about that era. But I like the films that came out of it. Interesting. Because but you like the artist. I I eh, uh, I like the artist for what it did. You liked it when you when you were talking about it after you saw it. Uh, okay. Here's the deal. <laughs> um, I don't like films. That t- that take basically something that created the movie industry, and they talk about its death. Okay. Singing in the rain was about the death of the was about the death of the silence. The yes. artist is about the death of the silence. Can yes. you name any other films that are about silent movies? Um, Chaplin. Um, let's see. Just off the top of my head, well, Chaplin was a was a big one. Um, was it about the making a silent movie, or was it, it was about... about? It was about the life of Charlie Chaplin, and it was about silent films and how his career ended essentially after silent films were over. Okay. See. Um. There's been a lot of them. Why? It's just it. It's just all of the all of the ones that I've seen have always been about basically the death of. You can't have apparent. You apparently can't have a movie about silent films when they were thriving or when they got started. Okay. Well, it's just I. I but don't that's know. but that's about that's that's more. I mean, well, Chaplin covers the whole thing, the whole yeah. the whole length and breadth of it. But um, I think Hugo is probably about silent films and the magic of movies. Hugo? You mean the yeah the with Sir Ben Kingsley and yes with the robot? Yeah, I thought that was about a magician. Yeah, it's weird how the advertising was about that, but it was really about movies. Really? Yeah. That's dumb. Uh, Why would I want to see that? I don't know. Anyway, can, <laughs> let's, anyway uh, let's get back, back to, to this. Let's get back to this this film. Okay, so 
Um, he falls for this woman who con he, who tells him he must come to the city and live with her. Sell his farm. Sell his farm and live in the city. And he says, but what about my wife? In the a big, wife! In a big title card with wife in, in giant capital letters, almost underlined, but definitely emphasized. Um... And she she casually suggests to him by leaning in close and putting her putting her fingers her, her cupping her hand to her mouth and saying maybe she should drown <laughs> and then drown and then drown just kind of washes away as if it were washed off of the title card. Um, so he she suggests that he should drown his he should drown his wife. Uh -huh. And come live with her in the city. Uh, the he, city. He, he attempts to strangle the woman. Yeah, that's the thing. Um, he does not succeed, and she kisses him back to reality, and then helps him collect reeds uh, to put into a bundle, so that when he tips over their boat uh -huh. and she drowns, yeah, he can he can tip the boat over and make it look like an accident. And he can then float to safety on the bundle of reeds. You're forgetting something. I am. Yes. What's that? The convince the argument that she uses to convince him to live in the city with her. What was the? Oh, that's right. She yes. describes. She describes the city to him, and because this is a show, don't tell environment, we see a panorama. No, of... no, no. This was not a panorama. This was the beginning of nightmare fuel. I'm sorry. You you really like that term, nightmare I, fuel. Don't I you? do like that term because um, it's so awesome. We see a we see a panoramic view of cityscapes of like this where the wonky... cities the, the 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 buildings come jutting out in all directions. Cabinet of Dr. Caligari style. Cabinet of Dr. Caligari style with the oddly shaped pointy buildings in weird perspectives and cars that are are obviously obviously models of some sort and they're. They're rolling over hills in the streets, and there's people moving around. And then there are bands that are playing. There's people dancing, and there's a band that's playing, and it's a jazz band, and all the guys are wearing striped coats, and they have different brass instruments, and they're all syncopated. So there's yes. like, they're drumming, and then they all move to the left once, and then they're drumming, and then they yes. all move to the right, and then they all move to the left and the left again, and it's... Yeah, because it's, it's what I want to see is a bunch of clowns leader, with brass instruments. The band instruments. leader is, is, is waving his baton around, and then they fade back to the girl as she's as she's describing this, and she's dancing. She looks like she's having a seizure. She really did. She looked like she was having a seizure, but she's dancing and, and describing the dancing that must go on in the city all the time. Uh-huh. So... This convinces the farmer that he must go. Yes, because... And he goes from being this sort of upright, like, hi, you know, how you doing? I'm guy. I'm, I'm a very upright citizen. Um, to He starts to slump as he's walking home, and his head gets lower and lower on his shoulders. Mm. And pretty soon he's lumbering towards his home. Yeah. And when he gets there... It's kind of a transformation. It's kind of cool. It, it is pretty cool, and, and it does, it, it, again... Show don't tell. Yes. You now see that he is he has heavy weights on his shoulders, uh -huh. and he may be transforming into an evil person. So we we see him come into his home, which is there is a giant door on the far end of the room where he enters. The room then slants away in three different directions from that door. It's it's kind of forced perspective. It is definitely forced perspective. 
there is a giant bed in the foreground uh-huh. and a smaller bed in the middle ground where his wife, the beautiful blonde uh, woman, is is sleeping, uh, played by Janet Gaynor. Mm-hmm. Um, he goes to the bed, looks at her, and then collapses on his own bed. Yes, because this was a time when they didn't sleep in the same bed because of... Um... Oh no, that didn't happen. Until no, that I... wasn't. You're thinking of the Hayes Code. The Hayes Code didn't and happen. You're actually, for... And you're thinking of television as well. Was I thinking of television? Yeah. So then, why did they sleep in sleeper? sleeper I don't beds? know. I don't know why that would be. Perhaps a uh, precursor to the Hayes Code. Uh, it's possible. Who knows know. what that is? Um, but they didn't. They weren't sleeping in the same bed. He collapses in the foreground bed, and um, the next morning comes along, and we see scenes of idyllic farmstead, farmstead life, where the um, Look at all these chickens the I have. The wife is out feeding the chickens, and she's picking berries, and she's doing all kinds of wifey things, and farm farm, farm things, and <laughs> the man gets up, he slumps over to the door, and he he looks at her, and we see his eyes close lit, Yep. and they're, they're, they're not crazy eyes yet, but they're sad eyes. Oh. And then we're introduced to, um, uh, actually, no, we're not at this point. He tells his wife we're going to the, we're we're going to go across the lake. Yes. For the day. Yes. And she gets excited uh-huh. because going across the lake is apparently a big deal. Yeah, big deal. Bill. She runs into another room and says goodbye to their child. Yeah, that's and the, the thing. maid. She has a kid. She has a kid, they and, have they a have, kid. and they have a maid. And a maid. That were not in the show before. Not even mentioned. Nope. No. Is it possible that it might have been the maid's kid? It was their kid. It was their kid. Definitely their kid. Wow. Okay. Weird, huh? That seems yep. like a kind of a big thing so to pass. So she gets all gussied uh, up, and they go to the city. They they go to they go excuse me they go to the boat. The, the boat. They get on the boat, and the dun, man dun, is dun, dun, rowing. Dun, 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 actually, ah, let's not forget the dog. Oh they yeah, the they dog have who, a dog who is. She says goodbye. She says cat. goodbye to the dog. She says goodbye to the. Goodbye, child. Goodbye, 17 chickens. Goodbye, fence. Goodbye, field. Goodbye, blade of grass. Uh, goodbye, ladybug. And goodbye, dog. And uh, then she walks to the boat. I can see why he, he wants walks to kill his past wife. The dog. He walks past the dog, and the dog is like, bark, 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 Evil, 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 evil. Yes. Yeah. And then the dog slips his chain. No, no, no. Breaks the breaks chain. Breaks the chain, and comes down, and then jumps into the water, and swims out to the boat that they've rowed away from the dock on. Climbs into yeah. the boat. They go back to the dock. The guy takes the dog up the, up back up to the house. Guess he kills it. I we can assume that he. We can only assume that he has killed the dog because there's because nothing... he's got the lumbering shoulder, evil dog I'm on a chain thing. And just as she's starting to get a little nervous, um, he comes back. They get in the boat and they start swimming across. And then, just so that you don't think that Jack Nicholson invented the crazy eyes. <laughs> George O'Brien gives a Jack Nicholson impression from One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest slash uh, Witches of Eastwick slash the any The Shining, The Shining, any any movie where Jack Nicholson is given the crazy eyes, he got it from which George. Is, which is he, just about any movie. Is a lot of them. He, yeah. Then Easy George writer. O'Brien. George O'Brien is focused on heavily in in this shot and. He is looking out through his eyebrows, and then his <laughs> wife, and then his wife considers, "Hmm, I am on a boat with apparently this crazy guy, with this insane man." He stands up. He walks over the two 
uh, two seats. Like Frankenstein's like monster. Like Frankenstein's monster. Like Nosferatu. Yeah. You know, oh. with his hands clenched at his sides, ah. and his head is all bowed down, and he reaches for her, and she freaks right the fuck out. And then he snaps and out of it. And she prays, and she cowers, and then he snaps out of it and goes and sits down, and becomes a motorboat. <laughs> He's a speedboat. And he just... Beats the water into submission over to the other side of the lake. Kakush! She runs away. She catches a streetcar which is coming through the woods. That that's that. That was uh, kind of bizarre, wasn't it? You know what they did? They got before they got in the boat. They dropped acid. It was the inner urban, actually. It was the inner urban uh, trail when it had trains on it. That's the same kind of deal. Just a train through the woods. There you go. The inner urban had trains on it. The had, urban, had a trolley. The, the inner urban trail in Seattle. Yeah. Yeah. That, Seriously. That whole thing. Yeah, all that, all the inner urban, all that stuff, that walking path that we have that's so lovely, used to be a train. I fucking hate Ford. Because <laughs> that was his fault. Yeah, that's know, the reason I why know. we don't have that. Yeah, and all the Fuck. other ones. So, anyway, so, um, so they get on the inner urban train. Yeah. And he, he catches up, and they go into the city. And he's apologizing the whole way. And they put the title card in. Don't be afraid of Don't me. Don't be afraid of me. That's that's kind of like what I like to say. Three times. That's this is kind of like what I like to say. So they go to the city and they're having a day. And she, they go to a cafe and he buys a giant plate of sandwiches. Don't be afraid of me. Don't be afraid of me. And he goes and he buys her flowers from a vendor. Actually, he makes her pay for them. He takes. <laughs> he 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 gets a, bu- a bunch of flowers. That was kind of funny. He gets a bunch of flowers and hands them to her, uh, and then takes her purse from her and pays the lady, ooh. and then gives her her purse back, which was funny. What a douche! Yeah, 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 yeah. And then they go to a church, oh. and while they're in the church, they see a wedding. Oh, and he cries and cries, and she forgives him. Suddenly, and then they then they decide they're going to go get their picture taken, and they go and they get their picture taken. No, no, no. You forget. I forgot what. They go... They oh, go the- they go to the barbershop. They go... Oh, my God. They go to a hairdresser's place. <laughs> which was bizarre in and of... I mean, it was, like, straight out of... Straight out of Wizard of Oz. Like, uh, scrub, scrub here, scrub, scrub there. With an optimal brum, you know, that kind of a big machine. Can you dye my eyes to match my gown? Oh, uh, God. <laughs> yes, yes, indeed we can. Um, so... So there is the scene where he's getting a shave, and she doesn't want to have her ta- her hair touched, so she goes and sits down by the. They pull out two pins, and she freaks the fuck out yeah, again. Begs for mercy, she, and uh, oh, she, sorry. Uh, she Wrong goes thing. and sits down in the waiting area. He he goes to the chair. They give him. They lather him up for a shave, which takes a long time. Um, he's got a lot of beard. The lathering, um, and a woman comes down and offers him a manicure. Uh-huh. And he refuses it, which pleases his wife. She's very happy to see that he has refused the manicure. I don't, I don't understand that myself, I, but that was all right. I guess it shows that he's loyal, that he's not going to fall. He's not going to fall victim to the manicurists, the manicurists of the city. Okay, y- yeah. They go and they get their picture taken. Oh, and they then go to get a bite to eat at a giant circus. Just sitting it there. is a gigantic building of stars Damn. and lights, and there are streams of people going into a door in the center. Yeah. And they go inside this building, and there are elephants, 
and lions and hula girls. Roller coasters. And roller coasters. Piglets. And pigs. And there are airplanes flinging around on on carousels. Uh-huh. And there are bizarre, all kinds of wacky things. He's winning. The guy, the, the husband, the man, actually, the He's man. the name of the character. Wins... Um, he wins a game where you throw a ball at a target, and when you hit the target, it releases a pig, a piglet, uh-huh. that then runs out into a, an area and slides down a chute, it, uh, slides down a slide, uh-huh. and then runs back inside and gets back up in the cage again. And that's it. It's, that's it. That's your prize. You get to see the pig fall down a slide, <laughs> which is humorous. Yeah. The pig gets away. <gasps> and then they, the farmer, the man, chases yeah. the pig through the... Uh, in a, in a really bizarre sort of, like, everyone's scared of the pig as but it's not. running. But as it passes them, they all become enthusiastic about chasing it. Mm, bacon! And you see, the, far, the farmer is is running after him, so they must yeah. chase him as well. The pig gets drunk yes. on a bottle of wine that it spills. Yes. The farmer catches the pig, returns it to his owner, and then they decide to sit down at a table and have whatever drink it is that's there. Yeah. Which is fun. They drink. They have, uh, I guess, they have a good time at the at the the uh, the party, and they return home on yes. the train again, on the trolley. Uh, they get to the lake, and there is a storm on the lake. Evidently, so yes, you a can huge have huge storm. You can have like like middle of the Atlantic Ocean like grade storms. MGM, MGM uh, pool. Oh, the Ben-Hur pool? The Ben-Hur pool. <laughs> Storm waves, giant yeah. waves crashing around. It's huge things. And the boat is swamped. Yeah. And he he is, as the boat is about to be swamped, he ties the, 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 the reeds the to reed her. bundle to his wife, who was sleeping through most of the, was sleeping she, through most of the uh Was she unconscious? Storm. Like... Did she may have been drunk. I don't have know. Roofied the bottle or something like that. I mean, he already <laughs> married her. I mean, what else is he going to do? Well, yes. So um, he uh, he they they escape the. Well, they're in the they're in the boat, and the he ties the bundle of reeds to her. The boat is swamped and capsizes. No. She floats away. He's washed up on shore. Yeah. He gathers the town. Yeah. The and, whole town. And they go looking for him. Looking for her in the water. He cannot find her anywhere. And then he cannot he... find her anywhere. They see the reeds floating along. Yep. And he knows that she's gone. Oh, and uh, the so other go... thing is the man also adopts the other the other common uh, facial expression of the of male leads in silent films. What's that? Bug eyes. The bug eyes stricken terrible stricken face. The sad the sad face. Which is extremely expressive if you know it's like a monosyllabic expression. Ah. Yeah. So um, he, they, they take him back to his house, where the maid is still with their child, and they are very, they are very sad. Half naked. And he is, he is, uh, he is stricken with grief. Yep. And <laughs> the, the slatternly woman who was in the, in the, 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 the city in the country. For her vacation is still in town. Yep, and she overhears the ruckus. The, the ruckus. She gets up out of bed. She gets out of bed, and she is fairly nakedy underneath her 
her slip. She's wearing her slip, and how does she how does she react when she decides that, uh, you know, I think I'm going to go check this out? She takes her slip off. Yep. But off camera. Off, well, no. Kind of. Kind of. Kind of. Kind and then of. she puts on a coat. Yep. And then she runs, and the first thing that she says to the guy in the little card is, you did it! <laughs> <laughs> and then he immediately goes back into Frankenstein pose. He turns pose. into Frankenstein again, and he chases <laughs> her down. And she runs to a fence. And he's trying to strangle her again. He, he he tries to strangle her again. He is not he is not good at strangling. No, no. In the 1920s, people were just strangle proof. That's just how it was. Particularly strong necks. Yes, that's how they that's how they made it through the depression. They had tough necks, so they could balance hats on top of them. What are Certainly, you talking? Yes. What? It was a hat where that's actually probably what it was. That was part part of the. Part of your daily neck strengthening regimen. You had to put on forty bowlers. But wearing a wearing a bowler, a heavy hat, would keep your neck strong. I'm t- I'm that's I believe you. The best I can do. I believe the you. The best I can do. I believe. All you. right. So um, so they <laughs> they she she runs and collapses against a fence. He tries to strangle her. She is saved from the strangulation by the cries of the maid who has discovered that the wife is not dead because another fisherman had not given up. He went around the point because he knew the tides and he rescued the wife. Of a lake. Yes. Well, we assume it's a lake. Lakes have tides? Sure. Why not? I don't think that's... They're bodies of water. I don't think I don't... I'm just reading the title cards. I only have the information they're giving me. So, they come back... She's fine. The slattern is get driven out of town on a boat. On a, on, a, on a cart. On a cart with her luggage. The end. Sunrise. The end. The, the end. Yes. The, mor- the next morning they are met with sunrise. Okay, so this is a film that quite literally happens over the course of a day. A couple days, but yeah. I mean, a couple, the, the first... The, the Okay, so the first couple of scenes are probably over a couple of days, but yeah. the... the but bulk yes, of the, he, film is the bulk one of the day. film is one day, and it is chock full of mayhem and madness and crazy good crazy good times in the city, which is populated by people who apparently, as they said in Johnny Dangerously, in order to get your U.S. citizenship, you had to walk around on the streets for at least four hours a day wearing hats. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. I don't care oh, what good. people say about that film. Uh, there were some great one-liners. In that that's thing. good. So um, there are people in the city. The city is chock full of people. There are cars everywhere. Hats. In fact, there was a lovely. There was a lovely uh, mat shot of them walking. They walk out of the church. Uh huh. As I recall, they walked out of the church, and he was kind of in a daze. And they walk oh, into the, the street. Boy, yeah. Walked into the street and just went. Arr, arr, arr. And the cars are driving around, are driving past them, and around them, but through them, and it's just bizarre in that. And then they do like this ob- weird, it's so like obviously a a a uh, a rear projection or or a match walking shot. out into traffic, and then they cut to the scene where they're actually in traffic, and there's a traffic jam around them, and they're and they're there. Yeah, there's all these people who are honking their their little toot horn, their little air horn. Boop boop. You know, I like the twenties. Yeah, and you know, guys <laughs> they all beards. have bicycle horns and yeah. beards. Yeah, bowlers. So there's there okay so. Um, not a hobo in sight, too. So was the irony that is presented in the film, I think, was was quite good. That 
ironically, he was going to save himself with the reeds, but he ended yeah. up saving the person he was going to kill. Yes. So they didn't go so far as to as to say, oh, he's he's de- he's decided to stick with his wife, and then ironically, she dies. Still has to have a happy back. ending. Not necessarily. Didn't have to have a happy ending. I mean, yeah, Nosferatu dies in the end, but still. Nosferatu was a monster. Spoiler alert. Nosferatu was a monster, though. Oh, yeah, that's true. There was no such thing as the uh, misunderstood monster back then. You were either a monster or you were not. I suppose, I suppose. But, at the same time, you don't have to necessarily have a happy ending. You don't have to have a happy ending in order to have an ending to these to these films. True. Okay, fair enough. Right? The thing that I really like about the other thing I really like about silent films is What's that, that their plots are simple. They're easy to follow. Oh, wait until we get to intolerance. Okay, fair enough. But still, <laughs> it's it's one of those things where it's just like you could recite this whole plot from memory. I just did, in fact. It's a matter of fact, you just did. Look at that. Granted, you saw this film yeah, just a little bit ago. Just a little so, yeah. bit ago, so maybe it's not very fair, but you could probably remember the plot of this film fairly easily. But you should be able to, and and I went into more detail than I needed to for the plot points. Yeah. But you should be able to do that with any film. You should be able to do that with a film today. Yeah, but the thing is, is that, you know, could you remember every single scene from, oh, I don't know, uh, Titanic? But every single scene from Titanic is not the plot. Right, I know. That's what I like about every every scene in a in this in this film in Sunrise yeah. was important to the sh- was important to the plot. Well, yeah, I suppose so. Yeah. Okay. So that's that's what I like yeah, about there it. Was, there, yeah, there was, was no not filler. A lot of extraneous, right. That's there was true. no filler. There was no there was no throwaway scenes. There was no there was no nothing. It was right. all just here's the plot. Go with this. Here and here's a scene. Yeah. Here's a consecutive set of scenes that are that is telling a story. Indeed. Yeah. Yes. There's huh. no subplots. There's no like other story going on. There's they the only scene that they had to remind us that the woman was still back in the village mm-hmm. was about halfway through like their hijinks in the city. Uh-huh. Was um there was the scene of the woman smoking like just storm clouds. Generating storm clouds of tobacco. Oh, that's smoke. right. They did show and she's, the woman, and it wasn't clear where she was. And then she just it, she's looking at a newspaper, and then they pan and, and then, then they oh, that's right. Put down and lest lest anyone think the cash for houses on the yellow on the yellow sign that you see stuck in somebody's yard every once in a while is a new thing. Nineteen twenty seven want ad. We will pay cash for your farmhouse. She circles it. She circles it in 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 wax pencil. And then cut back and then they to cut back to the cut back <laughs> like, to what's going on. I'm still plotting. I'm going to get my man. So this woman has lit. She lo- she lit a cigarette on a candle when we're introduced to her. Yes. She lit a cigarette again while she's doing the she, while she's doing the one the she's she's circling the ad. She lights a cigarette when she's. Going to the window to see what all the commotion is about when the she's a smoker, smoker. You, uh, <laughs> you, uh, you, uh, it's to prove that she's elegant, right? That's Does it, works. or 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 is it supposed to show that she's a woman of of uh, less moral fiber? 
Which is which could it be? Well, there was a lot of smoking in the twenties. A lot of smoking in the city. In the city. Not well, a lot of smoking in the town. Well, maybe it was Sophistic- diff- sophistication or different ways and maybe it was morals. To, well, you have to remember everybody in the in the uh, in the um, the only person who wasn't dressed like in like lighter colors in uh-huh. the village was the woman. Dun dun dun. She was wearing what I'm assuming was black. Yeah, probably. Or I don't know, red or something. Burgundy. Burgundy. Something that shows up as black in yes. black and white. Yes. Um, uh, for all I know, she could have been like wearing like bright purple. I don't know. But it was one of those things where it's like, you know, she was the only one who was wearing black. She was the only one who smoked. She was the only one who, you know, was la- lazed about. She was scantily clad yep. for the 20s. Um, so, I don't know. Maybe, maybe there's something there. Uh... But yeah, it's just I really enjoyed this film. I really did. Cool. I enjoyed it as well. So, um I guess what what else do we have to talk about? I mean, uh kind of the everything was we kind of covered everything, didn't we? I mean, do you have anything else you want to talk about? Well, there are two interesting things about this film. Um and that is that the awards for this film, um, Janet Gaynor won the Best Actress Oscar for her work in this film. But she was also nominated for two other films at the same time and won for them as well. So she, wait, wait, she wait, did, wait, 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 wait. She did not. She did not win multiple Oscars, she won an Oscar for multiple films, or for work in multiple films. That does not compute. And that's because that's the way the rules are now. Which are, you must be nominated for only one film. I see. Yes. This film also won the only, uh, let's see, uh, it was the first and only film to win the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Scientists Best Picture Award in the category of Artistic Quality of Production. And it was the only f- only award of its kind that was given out. So they, they basically invented a category for it? No, I don't know that they invented a category for it ne- necessarily. Um, it was also the first silent film, uh, the first Fox Studio silent film that was released with a score. A recorded score. Oh, so wait. oh, hmm. so the music that we heard was the real music in the film was, and it was kind of interesting because it did give voice to several characters. Yes, it um, did. There were some chirping, chirping score for the for the late for the the wife yes. and the maid, and there was more of a um, I don't know jazzy sort of thing for the for the um, for the slattern from the city. Yes. Um, and so, so that, that film, uh, that music was there. Um, so that was kind of an interesting, it wasn't just tacked on at some point in the forties or something, you know, something like, oh, we're going to watch this film. We better throw some, throw some music on it. Or so it makes like sense. A, or the train, like... the train actually had a, you know, at the very beginning when the train was pulling out of the yeah. station to go to the, go to the city or go to the farm, um, the country. 
it was uh, there was there was train noise. Yes. With that, which so was, I was like at the beginning of the film it was like silent movie, right? Silent movie. Yeah. All right. Exactly. With a soundtrack. Huh. Go so, figure. Kind of interesting there. Rock and roll. Yep. So, um, relevance, relevance. Uh, I mean, this movie won how many? How many Academy Awards exactly? Uh, several. Several. It, there it, was no direct. There was no number in the in the reference that I had. Oh. Okay. Um, but more importantly, though, I think this film could be held up as not necessarily a you know this is how you should make films certainly. Yeah. Uh, but but a you know guys if you just tell the story yep and tell it well it doesn't matter how old the film is it doesn't matter even that it has no no voices in it i didn't have any problem following the story i didn't have any problem figuring out who the characters were or what was going on you know they were telling us stuff in in their body language yep about the characters in the way they were dressed, in the way they looked at each other, who they were. Important characters came in and did things. Um, oh, I will have to say, I will digress for a moment and say that there were two bits of comedy that didn't work. Oh, yeah? Um, and that may have been just because of just the way they were staged or, or that it's been, you know, 80 years and it just doesn't work anymore. Almost ninety years. Almost ninety years. Um, so that was the the helpful man, or there was a there was a helpful man who who while the the farmer and the wife the the man and the wife dance for the people of the city. Yes, they play the, the peasant song for them and they dance. He's yeah. reluctant to do so, but she goads him into it and they dance, and it's. It's a very kicking, uh, hand hands on hips, uh, elbows out. We're from the country. Uh, dancing about, uh, lots of rapid turns, sort of dancing thing, and um, and while they're watching it, a woman in the crowd, her her shoulder strap falls down yep. off of her shoulder, and a man next to her um, puts it back up on her shoulder very helpfully, and she yes. him for it, and then it falls down again. And then her other one falls down, and then they, they, both fall, and it just it yeah that didn't work. The there, other, were, there were just there were too many times that they went back to it. The other thing was there was a bit of business in the photographer studio where they knock a knock a, a statue over. Yes, and they look about for the head of the statue because they assume that it's been knocked off. It didn't have a head on it. Oh, and they put the statue back up, and they end up putting a ball. <laughs> on the statue with a little painted face on it. Yep. And it was kind of a, alright, I see what they were trying to do, but it didn't really work for me. But, what are you going to do? Country bumpkins. Probably a laugh riot Must in have 1927. <laughs> um, but yeah. So, overall, you liked the film? I did. I liked yes. the film. I thought, it was, I thought it was very well done. There, you see? We don't have to take the piss out of everything. Well... You're right. No, we don't. Exactly. Yeah. We can like films, too. Yes, we can. All right. Even the films we do like, we can still take the piss out of. That's true. And there are probably things that we could take the piss out of this film for. Oh, well, there's a number of things, but it's... it's it, that's like making fun of... a little bit, though. It's like making fun of an old person. <laughs> it's like... 
No. I'm making fun a, of you because no, you're old. Nobody gets a pass because they're old in this thing. We are going to... We shat upon bringing up baby. Oh, yes, we did. And it was only... It's only... It's only nine years older than... Or nine years younger than this film. Jesus, really? That's how quickly Talkies came around? 1936. Wow. Yeah. Talkies came around, boom. Like... 1929, I think, is when uh, when the jazz singer came out with, so Al, this is with like Al Jolson. This right is one before. Of the last, yeah, it was one of the. Ouch. Like I said, um, uh, George O'Brien, the uh, the actor, didn't have a voice for it. Um, he basically lost his career. Damn. Um, actually, let's see. I don't think I said that. Yeah, that's right. George O'Brien, Janet Gaynor had a had a longer career. Yeah. Margaret Livingston had a longer career. But many, many people lost their careers. That's a damn shame. With this, you know, and but hey, it gave it gave birth to the whole the vaudeville acts being able to basically come back and you know be in films. The and Mars they had Brothers. done. And they had done. Well, yeah, okay. So the duck soup, which is going to come up in about uh, another ten or fifteen slots on this thing. Jesus, that's a long time, but yeah. it's going to be worth it. It's oh. going to be worth it. I, I believe you. Yeah, nineteen thirty-four. So. Very few. I mean, the Marx Brothers, Coconuts, I believe, was thirty-two. Oh wow! So five years after this film was made. Wow! So they yeah, literally we're at the we're at the end in this film. We're at the end of the silent era. Oh man! Yeah. Now and we'll the, the see silent another, era wasn't that long. Then. We will see another film later called Intolerance. Yeah. Which came out in nineteen sixteen. Really? Yes. So that will be that will be that is an old ass movie. Yes, indeed. And as I already mentioned earlier, it is going to be. You said you said they're easy to follow. Yeah, good luck. I'll take notes on that one. How you, about that? We, you probably should. Okay, it's going to be. It's a cast of lots. So, <laughs> <laughs> now I will also note that uh, this film, Sunrise, is the only film on the AFI Top 100 list, 10th anniversary edition, that does not have a connected uh, explanation or. Yep plot summary or anything about who's in it or what's going on with it when it was produced anything like that there's the link it does not exist huh so that was a little odd and i thought maybe that it meant that it was not going to be available guess we were wrong. but i was uh i was incorrect with that nice yes all right um and it is available via netflix not on instant watch but it is available via the uh the DVD rental, so... Yes. You know, get out there and rent that sucker. Indeed. And we don't get any money for that, so, you know. Well... Free, free Netflix plug. Not yet. Thanks. Not yet. Thanks for nothing, Netflix. Thanks for nothing, Netflix. All right. We're going to get a call from them. We're going to get sued. Are we? I guess. Great. Probably. That'll be awesome. What would Netflix want with us? We'll get... We'll get... We'll get higher ratings. Yeah, you think so? Yes. So, um, shot. if we have said on any anything on this or any podcast in the past that, that you agree with or disagree with, hey, give us a shout at uh, 100ofsomething at gmail.com That's 100ofsomething at gmail.com I'm on the Twitter at uh, Mr. Bowen That guy Andrew there, he's on uh, the Twitter at uh, V underscore Fro. Follow us uh, We say witty things from time to time and You more often than I do Yeah I don't yeah. tweet that often I know, I know, you're young Dude, I, I, so I don't know why that. Yeah, that doesn't. That's not, really, not an explanation. I get like really. eight tweets a minute from some of my friends. It's ridiculous. It's like <laughs> eating a burrito, chewing my burrito, swallowing my burrito, digesting my burrito, Gross. deriving nutrients from my burrito, 
storm burrito in my lower intestines. That's awesome. Going to the bathroom. Such such good friends you have to help to help with their. Yes, I need a narration of your eating of their burrito. Need is an interesting word. Yes, that's exact. Yes. Do you not hear the sarcasm in my voice? I hear it. I need I that now. I need I will, it. Speaking of hearing things, when I first thought about this this podcast, I thought one of the ideas we could do is for each movie that we reviewed or talked about, we could do a themed sort of uh, episode. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah, so then I realized that with at least two silent films, we would have nothing but dead air for 45 minutes for two podcasts. Yeah, but and it'd thought, be art. It sure would. Yeah. It would be art. So I guess you and I are going to have, what are we going to do now? Well, we're, we just finished talking about it, so. Oh, Okay. Let's transcribe it and just put it in title cards, and then we'll make a we'll make a video of this one. I'm not going to do that. I'm not either. Okay. Okay. Let's see if we can get a fan to do it. That'll be cool. Hey, guess what's up next? What? <laughs> Number eighty-one, Spartacus. Oh yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Sweet. All right, that's it for us. Bye. Hey, bye.